Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Geraldine Dreyfus. Geraldine Dreyfus has a wide, distinguished background in the arts, extensive experience in consulting in the philanthropic sector, and participates on numerous boards and initiatives. She is the founder of the Yuda Film Center, a nonprofit that curates free screenings and outreach programs for communities throughout Yuda. In 2007, she co-founded Impact Partners Film Fund with Dan Kogan, bringing together financiers and filmmakers so that they can create great films that entertain audiences, enrich lives, and ignite social change. Some of her producing credits include Academy Award-winning Born into Brothels, Emmy-nominated Today My God Died, Academy Award-nominated The Square, Academy Award-nominated The Invisible War, and multiple film festival winners such as Kick Like a Girl, In a Dream, Dama Brothers, Project Kashmir, Misrepresentation, Connected, Anita, and The Cross Reel. Geraldine was honored with International Documentary Association's Amicus Award in 2013 for her significant contribution to the documentary filmmaking. So we of the world, Miss Geraldine Dreyfus. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. We are delighted to have you on our show and our show, I'm sure our listeners as well. So Geraldine, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you. And I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Sure. So I... I finance documentary films, and I'm particularly interested in films that have a social impact in the world and can change the world or change our understanding of the world. And the way that we do that is we bring investors together that care about media as a strategy for social change. We find really good films that we think will be artistically successful and commercially successful and make a difference in the world. And we bring capital to those films to help them get made. I love what I'm hearing about your business and how it evolved. And I'm sure our listeners are as well. Now, what was the defining moment that prompted you to start this business and made you say, this is my business? I had worked in philanthropy and had the privilege of meeting a lot of social entrepreneurs around the world. And I thought their stories were so amazing that they should be shared uh, with the greater global population. And I just tried to take what I learned from working 
in philanthropy and in nonprofits and bring that business model to a film production company that would then go out and actively look for big global stories that could um, inspire people to make a difference in the lives of others. So it was really meeting the entrepreneurs and then wanting to share their stories with larger audiences. Wow. So you it stems from your wanting to share their stories uh, to the world. Well, thank you for sharing that one. Now, your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry, and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they really like to know what was the compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out. Well, I see that these films make a difference. Invisible War is ch- changing the culture around sexual assault in the military. Um, you know, our film Born into Brothels, we've made, we're building a school in Calcutta for girls who are born into prostitution. So I see the impact and the, you know, the direct results of the films and that's exciting. And it just makes you want to find other stories and work with other filmmakers that have some similar visions and then be very smart about how you deploy the stories and use social media um, as a way to not only grow your audience, but grow the ability of people to donate to worthwhile causes or get actively involved in their communities around issues. So we develop campaigns and strategies for every film that we make that can go out and make a difference in the world. And we try to make it as easy as possible for people to engage Um, with the story so that they don't just go to the movies and passively consume a story, but they are interactively invited to be part of the future narrative. Wow, absolutely. I mean, impact people's lives through through their films that you're creating. That's a a very compelling vision that I'm sure our listeners can learn from. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what types of personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Well, I think any entrepreneur is first and foremost very curious about the world. So, you know, you're, I mean, to be a good filmmaker and to be an entrepreneur, you have to always want to learn. So loving to learn is a real incentive and pays off in my business because in the filmmaking world, you just dive very deeply into other people's lives and you learn through them. So I think being curious um, is one character trait. Um, Being um, passionate about uh, the, the possibilities that these stories can make in the lives of others is another characteristic and being a hard worker. You know, I'm, I, I work very hard um, at finding stories and finding investors that want to invest in them. And uh, it takes a lot of discipline and it takes a lot of determination. It also takes a lot of um, persuasiveness to kind of show the possibility to an investor or to a broadcaster um, is, is really all about, you know, pitching your idea so that people can share the same kind of enthusiasm and passion that I have for the story. You want others, you want your other stakeholders to feel equally inspired. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me summarize that one for our listeners. So first is to be being curious and loving to learn, um, being, being curious about what about your industry. And then the second one is to being passionate. And the third one is being hard work on, and the determination and having that perseverance. All of these three personal qualities that Geraldine has shared really helps be, us being an entrepreneur. And for our listeners out there, take note of those and cultivate those uh, qualities because qualities or traits are learnable or they are skills that can be learned. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as an entrepreneur. Because as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that, that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Um, well, I, you know, in the film business, I mean, you learn by doing and you also learn from your mistakes. And so when we first started financing films, we didn't negotiate the right contracts with our filmmakers. So sometimes they would run out of money and need more money and it, it would dilute the, you know, or delay the production. And so, you know, we learned the hard way that we don't release our funding until our entire budget is raised. That That's an example of something that we've learned and and had to put into place as as part of our business model. I think that um, you know there's all sorts of challenges right now with distribution. Not many people are going to theaters uh, to see films, and yet they're the the place where you can come together as a community and you can share uh, collectively an experience. So looking for ways to think about distribution in, in theaters differently and more interactively has been an obstacle we've had to overcome because it doesn't have the revenue that it used to have, but it still has the publicity and it still has the potential to be community building and, um, you know, democracy building. So it's an important part of our mission, but not an important part of revenue. And so you have to kind of constantly be, weighing the costs of what you're doing with uh, the results, but also compensating as the market shifts. And with the technology changing the way it is, it's it's hard to keep track of what's actually getting traction uh, from an audience perspective. So you just, you, I think you just have to be vigilant and be willing to experiment and, you know, try new things, but not, rest on your laurels, not rest on, you know, not, not assume that you can predict a revenue projection because things are happening so, so quickly. Absolutely. I'm sure our listeners can relate to those challenges that you've just shared. And I like when you said uh, the ways that you dealt with them and to be willing to really take some risk and, uh, experiment and, and you know go with because technology is going to grow technology is growing very fast and on a daily basis in fact so it's it's really important to keep up with that pace as well to find out where our market is and for our listeners out there these challenges are going to be there it's how you deal with it, how you manage to and be resourceful enough to overcome them thank you for sharing your uh 
experiences with that one that uh, our listeners can definitely relate. Now, let's uh, switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is really how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family. Now, in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Well, that's a great question. I don't think that, uh, I don't actually believe it, there's balance. I, I believe that, that my life is informed by my family and my family informs my work. And I try to be, you know, very vigilant around health and exercise because I think that that's just a part of um, that. That's just a necessary ingredient to being successful. So, at, you know, hiking and yoga and things that I think really kind of stretch my body and soul are important things that I do for myself, but they're also like an insurance policy for health and well-being. And when it comes to my family. You know, my kids are um, very independent, curious children and that I want them to go out into the world with the same kind of curiosity that I've had the privilege of having. And um, I get to work from home sometimes when I need to. I can rearrange my schedule a lot um, because there's flexibility and I work with technology. So a lot of my a lot of my interactions with filmmakers and investors are really just done via Skype or com computer or telephone. So I think that the real important thing is just learning how to turn off your work so that you don't, you, you make room for um, other things and, and new discoveries and um, just kind of paying attention to the world around you. So I think being in nature is really important um, and a place to kind of refuel and just you know, spending time outside with you, with the, my kids is important. So, you know, um, just being in being outside of ourselves, I think, is very important. Yes, I think that's the bottom line here for our listeners out there because I to I agree with you that work life balance is is a myth, especially for us entrepreneurs who are so passionate about what we're doing. Like twenty four hours is not not enough sometimes. But you're right; it is how you know our work affords us flexibility, and we have to really learn how to compartmentalize to separate to share our time i mean we have other aspects of our lives so we have to make time for all those priorities that are important to us. so make time to build your business make time to be with your family make time to be with yourself and especially not to neglect your health and well-being because the biggest your most important investment is yourself and how will you be able to you know build this business if you don't have your health so for our listeners out there Find those time, find or make time, actually make time for those important um, areas of your life and not to neglect any of them because those are, you, you know, your family, your health, your business are all important. So make time for all of those, um, even even though we are so busy or we are so into what we're doing, you know, working as a business owner, because those are important aspects that we should not neglect. And that's the takeaway here for our listeners to learn from. Now, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success, 
flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and to- be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Um, well, I mean, in the documentary business, it's not really a very lucrative business. The films don't really make a lot of money, but our model is to make sure that we finance films that we can at least recoup our investments so we can make other films. And success for us is really the impact that the films have in the world and with audiences. And for me, success is, um, you know, knowing that I'm making a difference in, in, in the lives of others. And I'm working with really creative, bright people and success is mentoring, you know, younger people coming into this business and watching them go off and make their own mark in the world. And success is, you know, sort of the legacy that these films leave behind. So, you know, when we finish the school in Calcutta for Born into Brothels, even though it's taken eight years, that will be a success because we, we were able to, you know, sort of make a mark and make a difference and leave something behind other than just a film. Um, and the film is beautiful and people will watch it for years to come, but the lives of the children that, that, that actually live in Calcutta, um, that's where we, we would like to see the change happen. So I think it's really about, you know, being strategic with the opportunities that you have and, and trying to, to, to leave a, a legacy with the stories that's authentic and appropriate and um, sustainable. Yes, I really love your definition and what success means to you. I mean, at the end of the day, it, success is really if we, if we know that we're making a difference in other people's lives. And I love when you say that success is mentoring young people because we need leaders to come after us. And success is also a leg, leaving a legacy. And you have you mentioned about your, the school that you're building in Calcutta out from the films that you've been making. Those are really huge um goal and um, success and metrics uh, for our listeners uh, out there to learn from because at the end of the day you know what really matters is are we feeling good are we are we happy with what we are putting out there are we making a difference are we making contribution uh, to the world um, because of course we have financial metrics because we are in business but at the same time you know what really makes you ful- fulfilled or what really gratifies you at the end of the day is that knowing that you make a difference or you impacted someone else's lives so thank you for your perspective on that topic now let's touch about one of the highlights of our show and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be you obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience so take it back to the past say you're gonna start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck what types of special suggestions advice and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? 
Well, I think that the the most important part of success is is who you partner with and collaborate with. I mean, in my business, you can't do these things alone. You can't make films by yourself. So really understanding um, the, the people and the partnerships that you build and being very clear around managing the expectations and outcomes of your collaboration is just essential. And I think that the going into to new relationships with the best understandings possible avoids conflicts and misunderstanding of the future. So I think picking your partners is probably the most important, you know, important investment that you can make and being really, being really careful about it. And um, I would say also, you know, living your word and making sure that your word means something in the marketplace so that people can come to expect a certain standard um, from you and, and vice versa. Um, And holding, you know, other people to levels of accountability so that you can do your job effectively. So just, you know, checking in on benchmarks, um, making sure that when things aren't going on schedule, you can kind of adapt and communicate that clearly to other parties, whether it's your investors or distributors or, you know, just people that are expecting something from you. And I just think those, you know, kind of anticipating that there will be problems and there will be setbacks and then trying to have a, you know, a fallback position, um, is, is just smart because that it happens every day in our business. There's something that has to shift and it impacts you personally, but it impacts so many other people that the challenge I think really becomes conveying that impact in a way that everybody can recalibrate, um, as quickly and seamlessly as possible. So being flexible, I think is really important. All right, so the first one is to pick your partners well, and the second one is to communicate well with your team. And the last that you shared is to be being flexible or to anticipate uh, when fallback uh, happens and that you act accordingly. Huge takeaways is for our listeners that they can take action on today. So for our listeners out there, those top three tips that Charlene has just shared, those are huge uh, learn advice for, especially for our listeners who are thinking of going into the film industry or what Charlene is doing. Take note of those tips that she just shared because those are golden nuggets that you can take action on today. Now, share our listeners what's the biggest benefit that they can get with your product or with your service. Well, I mean, I think documentaries are real social innovations. I mean, the media is changing. We don't have the kind of broadcast journalism and investment in investigative reporting that we had in the, in, in the last 50 years. And so I think that by investing in documentaries, you're getting three to five years of a really smart person learning about a subject matter and then giving to you a story in 90 minutes. So you get to consume five years of knowledge in 90 minutes for less than $10. So I just think it's a great bargain to consume quality documentary films as a way of learning about the world, being inspired by the good, the bad, and the ugly. And also, um, you know, learning collectively. Uh, and, and, and I think ideas travel 
uh, you know, globally now, it, the consciousness and ideas shift because of media. And so in order to sort of understand the world and how fast it's changing, I think you have to invest a certain amount in your own education and documentaries are a great way to do that. Now, what's one favorite business resource or tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business that our listeners can uh, learn from? Well, I think we're using one right now. We're on Skype and we're, you know, talking to people around the world. I mean, using technology to reach customers or audiences or, you know, students, I mean, to teach, you're just using, using technology to share, um, I think is, is probably had the biggest impact on how I do my business anyways, or how I communicate to people that I want to stay in touch with. Absolutely. And for our listeners out there, yes, we, the technology is out there. It's just, we just have to know how to leverage them. For example, Skype. I mean, Skype is free. You can reach people. You can share your message through Skype. There is social media. So there's there's no hindrance. Uh, it is really, really uh, very low uh, barrier, to, barrier to success or to building a business because technology is out there. We just have to know how to leverage them well. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Um, I just read a book that I enjoyed called Winning from Within, which was written by a woman who worked at the Harvard Negotiation Project. And, you know, the the negotiation project is about creating win-win solutions. But this one was actually how do you win but also win with from within so that you take your higher self and higher purpose into negotiation, uh, into the negotiation room or into your workplace or into what you're advocating for. So I would recommend that book. Yes, that's Winning From Within. So for our listeners out there, the title is Winning From Within. I'm going to have this uh, resource on the show notes as well. Now, last but not the least, Geraldine, in my mind, you are a superhero, or shall I say superheroine, because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you were a superhero, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone that you admire and look up to. Hmm. Huh, I think... Um... I don't know. I mean, I would say the people I admire, you know, most in the world have been women like Anita Hill, who has stood up for herself and with a dignified um, way and helped us understand sexual harassment in the workplace. Or um, I think that Gloria Steinem would be my superhero just because she was a journalist that ended up asking questions that grew into a global movement. Um, Eve Ensler as a playwright who kind of gives her work away so that it helps others. Uh, I don't really have a superhero comic book character, but I have people that have inspired me by the way that they've built their lives and the, and the legacies of their lives. 
Yes, absolutely. Superheroes are our role models, and my mom was my superhero because she helped shape the way who I am today. So yes, absolutely. It doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but like these people that you've mentioned, Anita Hill and Gloria Steinman, of course, they are superheroes out there because of what they do, what they have done uh, for for themselves and for other people that they serve as role models to many. Now, share our listeners what's the best way that they can connect with you and kind of watch how you grow and succeeding more so that they can serve as an example for our own efforts and so we all can be more than we are today. Um, we have a website called Impact Partners that you can go on to and get on our mailing list if you want to be have updates on our films. And um, I have, uh, you know, a Facebook announcements for diff- different things that we're doing and learning, but... I mean, I think that the best part, the best would just be to go onto our Impact Partners film website and and get uh, notices if you want to stay in touch with the work that we're financing and the films that we're promoting. Yeah, so that's impactpartnerfilms.com for our listeners out there. And make sure to go there and sign up for their mailing list so you know what's coming up from there. Uh, like, for example, the documentary films that Geraldine are doing and their company. So make sure to go there at impactpartnerfilms.com. And by the way, all of these resources and the links mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at today's leadingwomen.com forward slash Geraldine Dreyfus, just and you can also type in the name Geraldine Dreyfus on the search bar and it will find it for you. So for our listeners out there who are driving while you are listening to this one, I'm going to have all of those links and the resources on our show notes as well. So Geraldine, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate and honor you for making our world a better place and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.